Hi, everybody. This is Stephanie Krupsack with the Pure Violent Living Women in Wellness podcast. Today with me, I have Heidi Lehman, master bra designer at the Vibrant Body Company, over 30 years of experience in the industry, works for top leading companies, and holds a patent for the Vibrant Bra. So thanks so much for being here today. Hello, good morning, Stephanie. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Definitely. And right now we're actually in the Vibrant Body Warehouse. So we're surrounded by wonderful bras. Um, and I'm actually wearing one today too. So <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about how we met. Yes, um, actually we were introduced by our founder and uh, boss, the big man in the background, um, Michael Drescher who is an incredible man um, with a great vision. And um, I'm so happy to have met you through him. And we can talk about everything here in regards of Vibrant or my background and what I my message to the women all over the country and the world. Yeah, definitely. I know you have a great story. And would you like to tell us a little bit more about your work as a designer? Yes. Um, so I've started off many, many years ago um, as a as a tailor, actually, um, in Germany. I was trained by one of the biggest and best companies in the industry. I have learned a lot from uh, creating fabrics to sewing and, and um, designing and making pattern and development and working on all different kinds of models. I have worked all over the world in, in Europe for all different kinds of markets there as you can imagine from east to west and north to south uh, in europe you have all different kinds of ethnic groups already there and different body types and different cultural backgrounds um, and then in hong kong at the time in the office at triumph we worked for mainly the japanese market which was very high-end and very orientated in uh, performing shapewear garments um, and then I worked um, finally here in America, where basically everything came together. And since 11 years now, or 12 years, I'm a freelance designer, and I've worked for all different kinds of bigger companies, smaller startup companies, mainly women with fabulous visions of garments they wanted to create and start a new line um, because they couldn't find it in the market. That's great, so you're definitely filling the gap for what's needed. Yes, exactly. Um, as unfortunately, the bra hasn't really changed since over a hundred years, except in regards of materials. Um, mm -hmm. They invented uh, lycra or some kind of a spandex, actually elastomer, to make it stretchy. In the old days, they cut uh, woven fabrics bias to achieve kind of a natural stretch or mechanical stretch around the body. Um, and then they invented the underwire, which was, of course, um, maybe not such a great, great idea. <laughs> not very comfortable. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, and um, this is how we ended up with women nowadays wearing more or less underwire bras, especially here in America, on top padded, which is not always a good idea. Overheating your breast, uh, creating restriction. So here at Vibrant Body Company, I was finally able to do what I always wanted to do. Michael Drescher, as I said, a great visionary, um, let me do what I always wanted to do and create this really fabulous, ergonomic, designed bra, the vibrant body bra. And I know you mentioned earlier that you actually work directly with a doctor, a chiropractor um, in kinesiology, and you do muscle testing and you really study how the bra fits on, on women. Yes, when I work with uh, Dr. Joe, a very dear friend of mine, um, we either in the during the development process of a bra 
or um, if women come and try to find their ideal fit and style, we have worked together very successfully um, while he does the muscle testing first first um, in the sternum area and then in the spine area to find um, compromising and restricting areas or then on the shoulders where you have your um, muscle tissues there that's often compromised and restricted from blood flow um, or then the underwire areas at the side depending on how your ribcage is shaped and especially in scoliosis cases um, we were able to help women to identify a better fit for them or a better garment or um, yeah, we're just helping them to get better. So when you um, are designing the bra, do you bring in like women of different sizes and, and do this kind of fitting with them and kind of testing so you kind of know how to design the end product? Yeah, exactly. We have, we have always a, a, a variety of women in different sizes and different body types where we test and fit the garment in order to see where we need to correct the pattern for instance mm -hmm. during the development process absolutely yeah and um, i can see or feel on on the on the body of the models uh, or of the women um, what needs to be corrected or what is really good and of course i always value their um, experienced feedback Mm -hmm. And uh, during those processes, very often, I have trained my own fit models. I hardly ever use any um, industry models. They have been trained by other designers in other companies in a different way. I'm not necessarily agreeing with, and so does Dr. Joe. And uh, we have our uh, own group of, of women we use, um, and they know exactly what we are looking for, and we get fabulous feedback from them, and it's all about health and comfort and and wellness very successful i think that's really great because i feel like a lot of um like you know bras today are more like cosmetic and they're not actually for your benefiting your health and you have this collaboration with healthcare professionals that you're bringing this to women so I exactly think that's very yeah, we appreciated. have yeah we have for instance on our uh, board here at vibrant we have a brilliant uh, heart surgeons dr eric weiss he's here from milwaukee mm -hmm. very very uh, successful very very smart lovely guy who is all about uh, women and hearts and mm -hmm. <laughs> especially um, loves our bra that is so un uh, restricting and, and compromising and is rather supporting and uh, helping your body to engage. Mm -hmm. That's really great. And I know um, you mentioned too that working in these different different industries, different countries, and coming here to the U.S. kind of bringing it all together and that's really helped um, having that background to see women of different sizes, different ethnicities. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that, coming to the States and working for Vibrant? Yes. Um, a very good point. Um, in my career, I have seen all different kinds of body types, exactly, um, because women, depending on where they come from, have a different shaped rib cage. They, ha they have different shaped breasts or a different um, uh, set of their breast base, lower or higher, and depending mm -hmm. on all those variables, women prefer one or the other 
type of a supportive shapewear garment as the bra is, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I have learned so much and I can really address now in my new designs and yeah, even in my old designs, I always kind of looked at that, you know, and was had to just work, you know, according to those guidelines. But for the future, I definitely see how um, we will absolutely address all those needs that are right now totally neglected in the market. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of um, what you just mentioned, but what are some of the initiatives you are working on to help with that? Yeah, um, we definitely, I mean, this is just a new company here, Vibrant, mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm working recently on the, uh, currently on expanding our size range. Mm -hmm. We definitely want to uh, cover all the more of the petite size range uh, clients going into uh, 28, 30 and 32 band size, for instance, in the traditional sense of uh, sizes and A cups. A cups are completely underserved and they mm -hmm. absolutely deserve um, a beautiful, comfortable bras, which makes them look fabulous in outerwear very often you see those women uh, are struggling really in getting the look they want, um, filling out that blouse or filling out that dress mm -hmm. and make it look more even or more proportioned to what our um, standards are, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then of definitely going into bigger sizes without losing the integrity of our patented design. I want to keep that um, a vibrant heart inside, you know, the mm -hmm. technology, basically the vibrant technology um, to uh, definitely um, ensure that also the bigger sizes for an E and an F cup probably are absolutely well taken care of and they feel fabulous. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, offering something for any woman of any size. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a, a huge um, variety of sizes, definitely, and all mm -hmm. different kinds of colors and materials and mm -hmm. laces and uh, different thicknesses of the bra. You know, this is this is the base for a beautiful new line, and I'm working hard on it to absolutely um, make sure everybody gets what they love, and uh, we uh, we're gonna get into maternity bras, athletic wear, and uh, women already wear our bra for yoga and exercises back in Germany where I come from at my sister's farm. They even use it uh, when they hop on their horses and hop along, you know, through the woods and oh, uh, wow, okay. the girls <laughs> are well taken care of. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely yeah. love it. Exactly. That's great. I know. I wear mine doing yoga, actually. So. Yeah, yeah. No horse has complained <laughs> so far that they got smashed by some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they're really they're really nice yeah mm -hmm. and then um definitely going into mastectomy as well because this is mm -hmm. uh, again a very underserved market and especially women who are going through an ordeal like this they need something really delicious really yummy and really mm -hmm. beautiful on their tortured skin and traumatized bodies you know with um um, radio, um, uh, radiation, getting thinner oh, yeah. skin or biopsy mm -hmm. scars or in general scar tissue. Um, I've seen it. I've spoken to so many people last year at our pop-up store in mm -hmm. Venice uh, and the design lab in California, Venice Beach. I have spoken and measured and fit probably at least another 500 women from all different kinds of Oh, wow. uh, areas all mm -hmm. over the world, uh, different body types, different ages, up to 90-year-old ones, uh, starting from probably 13-year-old ones, beginners, and um, 
Yeah, I've seen a lot, lots of scar tissue uh, as well. Um, and um, they they were all very happy and they all loved it and they pointed out the comfort and the softness and mm. how light the bra is. Yeah. They don't feel anything. They put the T-shirt on and they feel lifted. I, I get the boobs in an, in an <laughs> area. <laughs> exactly, the girls Repetition. in an area. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. where they love it and where it's supposed to be in order to look really fabulous. Do you want to talk more about the fabric you use? I know that's important how you source that, that it's... Um, a little more like natural, like free of chemicals, things like that. Right. So we are saying at Vibrant that we are basically the first clean bra. You know, you can have lots of toxins in nature and being organic too, like lead. Lead is natural, you know, or uh, whatever. Poison ivy is natural, yeah, but it's not <laughs> necessarily good to put it on your skin or no. get it into your system because once it's on your skin, it's in your body. Uh, especially with the most porous areas of the body, like the areola, nipple area, direct entrance into your body, or then um, we are, we are uh, absolutely proud of our beautiful first layer silk modal um, tops and uh, the camis and uh, the bottoms, you, really beautiful, uh, cooling when it's warm and uh, uh, warming you when it's cold. You know, silk is one of the most intelligent fabrics. So our fibers and um, yeah. for the bra itself, all the materials and everything we are we are using is clean. That means it's Ecotex 100 certificated and um, it's just created to the highest um, European standards. We have banned close to 1500 questionable substances in in Europe and in, in uh, South Korea. I think it's 1100 in Canada, a thousand. Wow. And unfortunately here in America, it's only 37 or so really yeah. wow that's a significant <laughs> difference i know that's a kind of scary anyway but um we are leading the way with some other really uh great companies uh, beauty counter who did a great job in um creating clean cosmetics and stuff and um, we just want to educate uh, women and we want to give you the choice to you know pick what you think is good for you because once you know it you can't unknow it that's very true and i think a lot of us forget that our skin is our largest organ exactly and that it absorbs everything not just like lotion we're putting on but what we're wearing too so yeah, that's yeah. an important thing every, for everyone to consider of course i mean there are uh, hormone patches there are nicotine patches etc etc you know once you put it on your skin it's in your body yeah if you for instance put uh, dye whatever to go and get your hair yeah, uh, which I s supposed to go soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but if you if you see that, and if you um, uh, see what we put on our body, you know, or in our mouth with food uh, or cosmetic, you know, it's uh, like aluminum in deodorants and stuff. I mean, it's still available in stores, and I sometimes can't believe that this is still allowed. I mean, how much more um, evidence do we need, you know, to react so it's yeah. it's all a big question yeah so we try to educate women and uh just give you the choice of picking us you know mm -hmm. if you have to wear a bra wear our bra in general we say don't wear a bra at all if you don't, if have, you to. don't have to <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah that's what i said to many women in uh benny's beach i'm probably the only bra designer who tells you not to wear a bra if you don't have to and and funny enough, in California, of course, lots of the, especially younger women, don't wear a bra. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's becoming more socially acceptable, I think. Yeah, not sure if we are there yet, but. Yeah, not, not <laughs> always. Especially in the, the office place, I think. 
Um, but yes. if, you, if you think about it for how long or how many hours a day you're wearing a bra, exactly. I mean, yeah, you're working, you know, eight to 12 hours a day maybe. And then you still have it on until you shower or go to bed. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. And there are women who sleep in it um, That's for true whatever too. reason. When mm-hmm. I lived in Hong Kong, for instance, there were lots of, especially Chinese um, women in those days, the bras were padded with fiberfill in order mm-hmm. to prevent um, the nipple uh, projection, um, the no-show promise, nipple okay. penetration, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's, it's kind of the same. Anyway, but uh, because they were living with big families, large families in a smaller apartment, they couldn't really um, show themselves as they were. So yeah, they I slept with up. their bras on, you know, mm-hmm. which is, of course, fatal, yeah. And there are studies uh, that in uh, communities where women don't wear a bra, um, uh, there is no breast disease, no no overheated breast that gets cysts, for instance. That's something Dr. Joe also um, tests immediately, how overheated you know gets the breast. Or with uh, sports bras, sometimes squish it all together and, and squish this um, uh, memory glands on, on the lymphatic system that is so fragile, these tiny little lymph nodes, they can't do their job and flush out toxins toxins from your body. It's really interesting, yeah, if it's a constricted for a long amount of time, especially with a sports bra or... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very, very interesting. Exactly, yeah. If, if, it's, if there is a little restriction going on and you obviously can't prevent it, I mean, we don't, uh, we are... Um, a fur from any mammoth or saber tooth anymore you know we got <laughs> <laughs> dressed and shoes and jewelry mm. and lots of yeah. stuff is putting restriction on us um, mm-hmm. but at least we ca- we give the ch- uh, lymphatic system then at one point the chance you know when we when we take off our clothes in the evening and come home and put our sweatpants on or whatever or nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> not in milwaukee probably <laughs> it's quite cold here now so <laughs> but if you live on an island <laughs> yeah. you put your swimwear on um anyway uh, your your sarong um mm-hmm. um and let your body breathe again and and feel natural again and let everything uh, work with uh, and en- engage with gravity you know yeah you put your arm in a sling and it loses muscle tissue immediately you tie a string around your finger yeah and it's it turns red purple black because it's restricted yeah yeah definitely makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. so is there a spe- specific event or experience in your personal journey that led you to where you are today well um i guess i'm all my mother <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, beautiful, uh, creative. She knitted and crocheted, and she sewed us uh, beautiful uh, dresses. Me and my sister, and uh, and I was uh, from very young age on um, using old sweaters or whatever and turning them into my little monkeys and teddy bears on <laughs> her sewing machine. Um, yeah, and then I went to fashion school. So I think it was very much my mother who planted that seed in me to be like very very creative, um, but also very technical. And, uh, you know, here in the industry, they talk about technical designers and creative designers. For me, um, these are people who are probably can draw some nice pictures, maybe get a nice prototype together, but then they're losing it in regards of their technical capabilities. And the technical designers are then more of a pattern maker who very often doesn't really understand the vision of the designers. 
so it's hard for them to come up with really um, harmonic and balanced garments because it, there is no connection or it's very hard to get that. And I always say to people, I'm the old school bra designer. Um, I've done it all, I've seen it all, and in, in especially in my very diverse experience with all the different projects I've worked on. I was exposed to so many different um, technologies from bonding to Santoni Seamless mm -hmm. uh, up to whatever, flocking, you name it, I've done it. And I create my own fabrics, my own mold uh, shapes, anything. I've worked with um, embroidery and lace people and, and fabric people to create new materials like in our uh, vibrant bra is much of the stuff um, developed specifically um, according to my direction and um, yeah so for me it, it all has to be one big picture if you would have told Leonardo da Vinci he's a, mm -hmm. a technical designer I think he would have shot you right away with his latest invention you know I mean he was he could brilliantly design concept design and then also execute it mm -hmm. and invented along the way a lot of fabulous things i'm not comparing myself with leonardo but mm -hmm. i mean that's basically what it comes down to you know you cannot just um split these two categories and creative design and technical design i think that's really really a big mistake yeah to have both is necessary the creative and technical side mm -hmm. yeah you have to be very creative in order to come up with fabulous uh, technical solutions mm -hmm. So I know you touched upon this earlier, but what are some of the short-term and long-term goals to improve wellness in women's lives with Vibrant? Um, I think um, with with women, when they wear the Vibrant bra, they feel um, so much more um, comfortable and empowered with not having to constantly uh, think about slipping shoulder straps or, mm -hmm. or poking and irritating underwires. Um, the bra, the way it is designed, is ergonomically correct. It reaches to the side, the cup, it brings everything in from the side, but in a gentle way. You know, it really makes you uh, look slimmer and smooth and uh, there is no fiddling around because uh, the, the straps are anchored in the back in a certain way so um, I've heard many times from women when I fitted it that they don't feel anything. They took off their, literally their underwire bras mm -hmm. and put that one on and um, they were like, I don't feel anything. Do I wear a bra? And they <laughs> looked down and I put a t-shirt on or something really tight and they, they loved it. Yeah. That's really great. Mm -hmm. I know I'm wearing one right now and the straps are definitely positioned different than your standard straps and a little bit thicker up top it just it sits nicely on the shoulder yeah i guess so yeah. and it has like nice seaming where it has the structure if you would with a wire but it doesn't have that right kind of it's the cup inserting mm -hmm. seam that is basically covered with a beautiful soft um, plush tape mm -hmm. um, and that gives you more definition and it conforms to your body and while you have this controlled movement going on i shouldn't even say controlled but it is a great movement and it keeps your girls uh, happy and in place you know and you look great and uh, while you're moving around uh, this moves with you and for instance at the side in the bra we have this telescopic boning um, which is a certain technology I'm using um, that holds the side nice straight and smooth and up mm -hmm. um, but it's moving with you it will never poke or restrict you 
it's funny i'm like feeling my brow right now as you talk yeah i can feel like yeah. the the boning on the mm-hmm. side a little bit yeah, yeah it's if not you touch it but you don't feel it on your skin when you wear it yeah i know mm-hmm. it's very soft because i know some boning yeah like it can poke through eventually crazy or boning when i arrived yeah. here in the states it was thick and sometimes uh plastic pieces three mm-hmm. times folded and they were floating in the seam they weren't even stitched down because That's they were true. so massive mm-hmm. and and those are caught and uh but they float because it's telescopic it's a certain mm-hmm. technology okay there's lots of technologies mm-hmm. so that's yeah. really great and mm-hmm. the seamless you mentioned too earlier in yes some of the areas. yeah mm-hmm. exactly so the cup inserting seam there is mm-hmm. um nice cushioned and basically with this plush conforms to your um uh, the memory fold the infra fold of your breast basically around mm-hmm. your your breast base is from the sternum towards underneath your armpits looks more like a, a swoosh or like a rounded check mark okay so it goes along that area and rather massages your little um, muscle group that is right there uh, on your rib cage because it's not only the muscle group coming down from your shoulder towards your breast that is responsible for lift it's also that tiny little like fingers here on your on the side of your rib cage that is responsible for lift and you don't want to interrupt that blood flow there because you are basically starving and killing those muscles on top on the left side where you usually have your heart not Mm -hmm. everybody but most of the people um, they um, there is definitely not a good idea to have the restriction there especially if the underwire pinches in there okay um, and uh, prevents this um, electromagnetic field of the heart which is one of the biggest next to your brain from not functioning properly that's what Dr. Eric Weiss really wow. liked. Mm-hmm. That's a fact I did not know. <laughs> yeah. That's a, kind of scary, actually, if you're not wearing the appropriate bra, that it could have that effect on you. Yeah. Not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned, you touched on this earlier a bit, about wanting to get into more athletic and loungewear to develop some other options for women. you want to talk more about some of those ideas? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, first of all, with the bras, of course, we can go into all different kinds of categories. And I think since uh, lifestyle and everything is changing so much, uh, women are going, you know, hiking, Pilates, yoga, everything. Um, I think it's important to serve all those needs and, and create with special developed fabrics, a special um, shaped cup, for instance, to give women the opportunity to wear that bra if they want to mm-hmm. for certain activities. Um, then on the other side, I feel the mastectomy market is completely underserved. You know, these women are very often searching desperately for um, a nice, beautiful bras after they went through this ordeal, you know, and then on the other side, you have um, the maternity garments, you know, nursing bras and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Women very often ask me, oh, can I use this for a nursing bra? I'm like, yeah, probably not now, but I, w- I will create something because mm-hmm. they have yeah. to be like really, really well created. I don't want to meet any mother who tries to feed her, breastfeed her screaming baby and, and just uh, kill me with the bra. <laughs> <laughs> it has yeah. to be done really nice and definitely we will do that. Yeah. And there are so many more options. Um, also for our beautiful first layer in this uh, silk modal mm-hmm. quality, maybe even going into uh, merinos and natural uh, fiber combinations to create this really super smart um, 
natural combo and clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, In all different areas from loungewear to sleepwear to um, maybe, I mean, I use the, the, the tops that we have right now for layering it up and using it as an outerwear piece as well. You know, um, it's really lovely. Our shelf cami with the built-in little bralette oh, yeah, so allows you, you to lounge around, hop around, and the girls are, and it's a very soft approach, okay, so um, the girls are very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like the diversity of the bras too, where yeah, you could go to yoga and then go for coffee or go to the office, where you still have that sleek, beautiful looking bra, mm-hmm. um, so you don't feel like you have to change out of a sports bra that doesn't have that mm-hmm. same aesthetic to it, mm-hmm. where it's very nice. And then also like functional, where you know women that have had you know surgeries, like they've had mastectomies, things like that, or scoliosis, they're lopsided. So I think that's really important that mm-hmm. a lot of women out there have these additional needs where they don't feel like they can just buy a bra off the shelf. They need a little bit more. Yes, and so. especially those women mm-hmm. have more of an uh, understanding and a body of their bodies. Mm-hmm. And they have, um, for instance, a friend of mine in Germany has a, a disease where she is feeling pain all the time. It's kind of a nerve disease. I don't know what it's called in English. Okay. But... Um, any restriction anything on her body basically just drives her nuts and uh, she wants the bra, uh, the bra so badly and i have to send her one now um i feel I, I can't wait to hear her feedback because it's all about how you feel it on the body and if so many women have told me before i oh i don't feel anything so i'm hoping for instance you know that she will be very happy with this extremely sensitive people mm-hmm. towards um restriction or extremely sensitive people towards bad nylons, you know, like oh, cheap materials. Yeah. Or reactions. Or exactly. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people who get a rush from nylon. This is why when they talk about recycled plastic from the oceans, that might be good for shoe soles. Adidas is doing stuff with it or bags or whatever, yeah, you know, outerwear clothes are fine. But you cannot put it on the skin because you cannot really ensure that all the plastic that's in there in your fiber, the new nylon fiber, the recycled one, is truly of the highest quality that won't cause any rashes. Very interesting. It's yeah. all connected. So yeah. I'm glad Vibrant Body is doing their part to provide great clothing <laughs> so we don't have those issues. Yeah. So what does wellness mean to you? Ah, oh, wellness. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I love to just uh, relax and, and go uh, buy nice food. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah just start cooking get my knife my chef knives out and start cooking delicious stuff the smells Mm -hmm. are inspiring me of spices and and fresh uh, you know herbs or textures of different things I'm just so happy I'm I'm very much of a visual and and smell person and that Mm -hmm. just uh, makes me happy and I relax. That's wellness for me. And I walk, walk, walk. So Mm -hmm. um, give me a dog or a wolf and I'm up in the woods (laughs) and then I cook. (laughs) Yeah, I love wolves. Very nice. (laughs) And I know you kind of touched upon this, but what is one wellness ritual you would encourage others to do? I I would say just um, try to empty your mind, go in a happy place may, maybe with listening to great music or take a, a walk in in the woods you know yeah. or at the beach 
wherever you are, find the abound abundance, uh, abundance around you and look at it, enjoy it, you know, it's all there, it's right there. What is your personal mantra or theme song that gets you into a good state of mind or kind of brings you back to that place? Yeah. Um, I always, um, if I'm kind of stressed out again, I cook. <laughs> yes, I do too, actually. <laughs> cook and cook and jazz music. Cooking, cooking <laughs> makes, yes, jazz is very good. Oh, yeah, good jazz, a good tune, always good, mm -hmm. exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I always liked uh, Nina Simone, uh, for instance. She was a great uh, singer. And uh, yeah, just definitely have very dear friends in the music industry, and I'm even on one of their. <laughs> you are? Do you sing? <laughs> one of yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know this about you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Do you yeah. want to sing a little tune for us? A naughty Heidi. No, 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 no. I just did some some mm -hmm. naughty whispering in the background. It was okay. Fun. Oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to maybe put up a link. People yeah. can listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a great uh, he's a great musician. Anyway, um, so definitely good music, good food, good cooking, like the soul, and going out into the woods, going out in nature and just enjoy uh, abundance around you. Mm -hmm. I think that makes me just very happy. And just um, tell myself, everything is fabulous. Everything mm -hmm. is good, Heidi. Everything is you know, good. everything is good. And then um, when I'm uh, doing my little uh, Sanskrit mantras, I yeah. like the old uh, Namyoho Ringekyo. <laughs> and what does that one mean? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I feel um, it is good for um, abundance around mm -hmm. you, actually. Okay. Yeah, which is good if you feel like you need to make more money, pay some bills, you know, and you're like, what's going on? I need to say that. <laughs> I know. Uh, so Namyoho Ringiko is good. And when, when I feel sick and I feel like something is going on with my body, um, I like the uh, Om Namah Shivaya. Mm -hmm. I think it's very powerful okay. or hum uh, I'm basically I am the I am so you're basically part of the divine concept mm -hmm. yes I really like that uh -huh. it's very neat <laughs> 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 so how can listeners reach you um, I guess best is to contact me uh, on the website um, or through the email there Heidi at vibrantbody.com mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm always there for questions if you want to have a private fit session or whatever via face uh, time or whatsapp or something i'm always there happy to talk that's great mm -hmm. very well, passionate <laughs> it's been so great speaking with you today so thank you so much for sharing your story and all the great things that you're doing with vibrant body for women so thank you again and thanks everybody for listening thank you for having me so much fun i love what you do thank you thank you into your eyes I feel sunshine I hear your love